Hello. 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 Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Silver Lining Podcast. I'm Tim Dickinson. I'm Matilda James. I'm Johnny Lloyd. Yeah, I already knew all of that. Uh, <laughs> so this is a waste of time. But this is number one. This is the first of... Don't say how many. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't Some. jinx it. <laughs> the, the first of the first series. is Quite. Yeah, series one, episode one. Can we can we be can we have a season? Can we be American because okay. yeah. they normally have more in in a season episodes. Okay, season one. You have more in a season than you do in a series. Well, the US, the Yanks, if I can use that term, Ye often have uh, yeah. twenty five four episodes. Yeah. And Brits have like seven yeah. or six. Yeah, I mean, in 24. crucially, 20, <laughs> 24 and twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. unless they did it on a on a leap day. When I think you only have twenty-two hours, <laughs> so or if, or they filmed it on Mars. Um, yeah, yeah, let's um, yeah. let's start off with a deep uh, philosophical question: uh, Why are we here? What's this podcast for? Do you know, Matilda? But we, we haven't actually talked about this, have we? <laughs> We've talked about it in depth. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> I wasn't there while you were at work. Yeah. Um, why do you think we're here, buddy? I'll be referring to Johnny as Buddy throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> throughout his uh, lengthy periods of dead air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do you think we're here? Uh, why, why are we here? Um, I think the main thing actually is not self-indulgent rambling, but uh, to to listen to to new music, preferably unsigned, because uh, otherwise we'd feel bad about ourselves, and we'd we'd be uh, having to pay uh, money, lumbered with a heavy lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's and then to uh, yeah, just sort of uh, look at gigs and yeah, uh, chat and we've played some. Some, I'm stressing, lovely, really lovely gigs and met some really lovely people uh, along the way. So it seems like a nice, uh, nice is a rubbish word. I mean a great top idea. Yeah. Um, I should explain for anyone who doesn't know us, we three have been playing music together for a few years, very much on and off. Uh, when Off and on. Oh, very much off and on, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we used to be a band called Elephant Juice. Uh, and then we thought better of it, and we're a band called The Silver Lining, and nowadays we're a band called Tim Dickinson and The Silver Lining. <laughs> Which goes down well gonna, in all I, quarters, I was just going to say, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't played a gig, yeah. well, you haven't played you haven't a gig played for a, a long gigs. time, so, well, well, a month ago. Month. All right. Okay, yeah. so mine was, a, mine was a matter of months ago, but... Poorly attended. One, I, <laughs> I don't remember actually been part of the decision to change from Elephant Juice to Silver Lining. I think I, think I, I remember me. being asked, do you like the name Silver Lining? And I said, yes, I do. I didn't know that <laughs> was attached to, you know, legal effect. I, I've got a... Point I've... two. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Dickinson may be in the Silver Lining. You well know. You are him. Yeah. But... Yes, you are he. Uh, Just we... But... Grandma has got the best of me. I'm sorry. You are he. Fine. Okay. Him, he, he. Him, him. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, people might be expecting a slightly different show if they come to a Tim Dickinson ad. It'd be like, I don't know. The Tim Dickinson show feet. Nick Cave or something. Well, he's not and in the, the No, but and look, the bad... look on his Wikipedia page. Which you wrote. Look on the back of uh, the Trials of Bunny Fallacia, whatever his new book's called. What's it called? It's not called that. No, no, it's like Monroe. Death of I Bunny think. Monroe. Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Which gonna... We've all tried wow. to read. Uh, wow. We've all tried to read his first. Yeah. Death and the donkey. Ass saw the donkey. When the donkey saw the angel. <laughs> when the donkey saw the angel's ass. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even try. I didn't even try. We didn't get that far. It's pretty. Um, pretty I'm, good. Pretty good. Nick, if you're listening, which I doubt, um, 
Oh, I'm glad we should be editing this. Yes. Nonetheless, yes, we're here to play you music by nice, nice, nice music by nice people. With a stutter. Uh, not necessarily nice people, actually. Some of them are. Awful. Ooh, I want to say I can't. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, no, 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 it's going to be good. And today's episode is no exception. In fact, it's probably going to be the best one. Um, and we're going to start you off now with a song by a friend of ours, actually. Called Kyla. Um, called with a C and Kyla with a K. Kyla Lagrange. Kyla Lagrange. 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 Kyla I'm so sorry. Lagrangey. Um, <laughs> Kyla L A Grange. Yes. Grange. Grange. And her song is called The River. When I was ten years old, I always needed to be told that I should not be frightened by the fact that we grow old. But as the days slipped by, I felt the pressing need to cry And I quickly understood exactly why they'd had to lie In the daylight I could cope because the sun seemed full of hope And I laughed enough for two grown men and learned I could tell jokes But sadness has a subtle face and in it came to gloat We heard about the girl and boy hung by their skipping rope isn't it too hard to conceive? Doesn't it bring you to your knees? And all I want to do is to float with the river so free. Now fear is not a gentle thing, although it has no fists. It crawls down from your thoughts and ties you by your skinny wrists. Death will take your lips from you so that you cannot kiss. But fear will leave you screaming out for all the love you'll miss And I had a friend who thought he knew exactly where he stood A place in heaven safe for him as long as he did good But life and love ran through his veins and opened up his mind Now his God is gone but a new terror sings at night Isn't it too hard to conceive? Doesn't it bring you to your knees? And all I want to do is to float with the river so free. And Larkin is the master in this poetry of fear. But he could never capture what cried darkly in his ears. And he would understand that though I wrote these words to sing, these petty verses cannot hope to tell you anything. Isn't it too hard to conceive? Doesn't it bring you to your knees? And all I want to do is to float with the river so free. So every day I'll stop these thoughts before they take a hold. Lie there in my bed pretending that I won't grow old. And maybe when I'm 84 I'll sit and sing this song. Just hope that if I do, that then this fear is dead and gone. Isn't it too hard to conceive? Doesn't it bring you to your knees? And all I want to do is to float with the river so free. Isn't it too hard to conceive? 
Kyla Lagrange with the river. Really lovely song. Really lovely. Um, first song I've heard mentioning Philip Larkin by yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. And I actually haven't heard a song with a skipping rope in it before. So. <laughs> um, Kyla's MySpace is uh, myspace.com, as is obviously. the convention, um, forward slash Kyla Lagrange. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of really beautiful songs up there, one of which has a really excellent violinist in really yeah really lush violin oh great we've um, got to get a violinist can you just learn to play the violin i have been thinking about He's it if i were in any way talented at playing an instrument it's I a would. bit of a fiddle though isn't it oh, oh wow, wow. There wow. We go. Yeah. wow. well Next i was gonna i was gonna ask is um is a violin player and a, and a, and a, and a fiddleman yeah are they are they the same thing well, I don't know because I went to, um, by accident, see some Morris dancers at the South Bank the other day. Yeah, and sorry. they had a band of uh, fiddle players oh. and violinists playing. And I'm making the distinction because some of them had the violin held on the, on the shoulder and under the chin. And some of them sort of had it wedged up against their stomach and were soaring at it. Uh, you can't see me on, <laughs> on, online now, but soaring at it uh, in front of them by the belly. Uh, so I don't know if that's a proper fiddle. So some people go for the belly grip? Yeah, the belly grip instead of the chin rest. Maybe that's because they can't afford a chin rest. They are notoriously expensive. I, I've never seen anyone play the, their violin with their belly. No, well, buddy, you haven't seen a lot. So uh, anyway, Kyla plays the guitar and sings. And uh, she hasn't got any gigs planned, I don't think, on her MySpace, but she's bound to be playing plenty. We'll keep you posted about that. Now, Matilda, if you could just read the description she gives uh, on her MySpace page. Okay, uh, Kyla Lagrange, general info, sounds like a greasy newspaper that was wrapped around chips flapping about in the cool breeze of a Jamaican beach while a small child in mushroom leather shoes tricks miniature pigs into a giant cake filled with ants. And there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel like yeah, I should yeah, have yeah, the yeah. Desert Island Disc Music. You're on it, are you, buddy? Well, we've all... I mean, I don't know where she copied that from, but I've seen it on so many MySpace <laughs> pages. I, I, I mean, I wrote something very similar. Uh, I think mine was, like, you know, Weezer. Yeah. Feeder. Beth Orton. And all my favourite bands. So yeah, fine. and Jarvis Gone. And Fuitas. Fuitas, yeah. So they're very Fuitas. similar to the other. I've seen Fuitas live. Um, what was that? Yeah, it was a long time ago, and um, I was by far, one, for once in my life, the tallest person in the audience. Um, <laughs> was this, was the audience? <laughs> I, didn't know they, I didn't know they put gigs on in the show. <laughs> what? Um, I went to see Wheatus because. What was their fa famous song? Their famous song, Teenage Dirt. Uh, that's libelous. Oh, sorry. Do it in the club style. Like I, I, want, did. I want to say intellectual property, but that's uh, inappropriate. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't like Buddy. it. All right. I didn't Lang, like it. Lang I didn't thing. like it. But yeah. I, I was there. I tell you what, I did try and do because I did try and steal a crew shirt off one of the crew while yeah. he was wearing it. Be um, after the game, <laughs> crew shirts are always XXXL. Yeah, no, they are XXXL. <laughs> but I wanted a, a shirt that said "Crew" on it. I think I was probably wearing my favourite t-shirt at the time, which was also XXXL, 
but it was an Idlewild t-shirt and it had support your local poet on the front. Wow. I made my dad oh, a wow. similar version that said support your local farmer. Farm. Yeah. But we've come full circle there, support your local poet. If you lived in <sighs> Bristol, Philip Larkin? It was, a, it was certainly a city or town in England. Okay, we've narrowed it down to England. Uh, yeah. What I really liked was that often when you get songs that kind of refer to the fact they're singing and like my yeah. my songs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, um, I don't know what the word is. I think often the phrase used is quite bad. <laughs> um, and uh, and you kind of groan and go, oh yeah, well done, you know, a bit of, bit of meta, a bit mm. of self-referential stuff. Mm. But actually that was, I thought it was really touching. Nicely produced as well. Very nicely produced. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a wonder she's not signed. So we're moving on to a regular feature of the show now, which is uh, where we talk about things that we've been enjoying. Uh, and there's a, a tricky one. There's it's a payoff for this, because uh, firstly, you two then get to enjoy them. And not just Bono and the Edge, but you at home as well. Um, and that, that is also a regular feature. We'll be using that joke every week. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, let's start with you, Matilda. What have you been listening to? What have you been watching? Who's been influencing you? And what's been tickling your trout? Um, well, <laughs> like that, um, I simply barely know where to start. Um, the main thing that I've discovered this week, when I definitely should have been working... Um, was, is in fact, um, a website called improveverywhere.com, mm-hmm. yeah. which I just really like because um, it's, um, basically because I, I was sort of exploring off the cuff and on the hoof or whatever way around those go, bits of theatre, bits of performance. Mm. And um, Improv Everywhere are a clan uh, from New York who set up kind of, I was going to say havocs. I don't mean havocs. They, is a they good create word. noise. They create um, commotions, happenings. commotions, happenings, all of the above. Ruckuses, spectaculars, spectaculars, and they create them by setting them up. Basically, saying we're going to turn up here. You're going to do this. There's there's lots of them on YouTube. Like the one that's my favourite at the moment is Frozen Grand Central Station, and there are 207 volunteers who all at an agreed time freeze in the central... But they freeze really well, don't really, they? They do proper freeze. Like one guy, who doesn't know what the hell's going on, walks up to one of the women and just pushes her. <laughs> yeah. She gives just holds her, it. Yeah. Gives her a proper punch. And uh, she doesn't do anything because she's a pro. And um, it's, it's just kind of intriguing ways of social agitation, I suppose. And it just so it sort of made me think that maybe someone's going to interpret that differently and mm. the police are going to come down and it's all going to get shut down. Like in that Chuck Palahniuk book where... He talks about wandering through the streets, um, the things that he the, did in uh, real life, which inspired him to write Fight Club. Right. And, was that um, like when he was him and his friend were wearing uh, dog suits? Yeah. And going through, and people got like instantly very angry and very violent. Really and, aggressive about people being um, against what they understand to be normal. Yeah. And it seemed quite intriguing to me. That's the boldest thing I've ever heard you do, by the way. Pronounce his name in, in public. <laughs> <laughs> An apology. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Chuck P. Chucky Pizzle, yeah. The yeah. thing is, you're being very good and serious about this. When I saw that video, uh, <laughs> I just thought if I was one of those people in Grand Central Station and I knew what time it was going to happen, I would be trying my best to make a beeline for a bench. Because some of the people, <laughs> some of the, no, to be fair, some of the people were very stoic about it, but one guy was in a crouch off kilter doing his shoelace up and he held it. But he yeah. was obviously a fit man, but I would have just said, oh, screw it, I've got cramp. 
ruined it. You'd have started to sweat if you'd been <laughs> crouching. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm sweating now. It'd be just silly now. So it's it's. I'm quite affecting, weirdly affecting. But I don't know what the, I don't. I'm sure there's a there's a people writing their theses about the flash mob concept and how people have appropriated that uh, flash. It wouldn't be a flash dance. It would be a flash, flash theatre, flash. Flash mob. theatrical. 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 I, I don't know. Um, so why don't you tell us that something uh, you've been into this month or week, Johnny? One of the fun things I did was finally uh, get round to House of M. Oh, the graphic novel. Which was pretty deep. Well, the it's the first volume, is it? Or maybe it's the second. I can't tell because, you know, on the spine, yeah. like on those Mr. Men books when they all align and they form a picture or, or words, that, that one seems to start just after uh, it thought, should do. I thought that was, it was taking like the first six, is it the first six comics and then putting, putting them together? And there's a couple of more editions like, that, that follow up the story coming out later. Um, explain explain what goes on in House of M. Well, you probably better better place to explain it because you know because I read it a very a very long time ago. I can't honestly remember. Well, but I'll try and explain it for people who uh, either yeah, yeah. Uh, don't know about it or really don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, there's a lot of mutants. X Men. X Men and mutants and all the sorts of like some of them who are you know really weird and some of them who are just like uh, you know like Wolverine just a bit of adamantium going on yeah and uh, one of them the, the sort of the, the, I can't remember her name now the most powerful mutant Jean uh, Grey no the the daughter white, of Magneto yeah the red um, witch Scarlet Witch Scarlet Witch yeah she uh, has a bit of a spaz mm -hmm. kills a bunch of people a bunch mm -hmm. of her colleagues uh, and then later on when the book opens she's starting to lose her mind and her mind unfortunately has this power to uh, change reality and so it's basically uh, I guess it's you know she has a, another spaz out and then uh, the rest of the story unfurls there we go that what happens really... what happens to the mutants do they their, their life I don't want to ruin the story okay it's fine fine fine, story. fine 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 it's really good yeah, and, it's, and, it the, and the artwork is really awesome as well well, well it is pretty good I don't know some of the right, characters. Well, I'm just saying a lot of it's really good, and the the, the action scenes are really good. Yeah. But a lot of the like Wolverine looks like he's a bit of a fat dwarf at times. Sure. Like he's really, sure, big and muscly, too big. But the other uh, bit of bit of uh, you know pop culture I've been mean, going yeah. for is uh, Microsoft ads. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Microsoft ads. Yeah. Wow. Well, the problem is I get to work and I um, first thing I do is open up BBC News. Mm -hmm. Sure. The Times, yeah. Telegraph, Guardian, Independent. Uh, I've got to read them all. All the papers. For my job. It does take most of the day. And uh, the Guardian had this thing on like the worst ads. And there's this Microsoft ad, about six minutes long, that's basically ex extolling the pleasure that can be had from having a Windows 7 party wow. with all your friends. Wow. And it's four people around a kitchen table just kind of like chatting away. <laughs> just bopping away yeah, to, to Windows. The, the things you can do with Windows and, and it is excruciating. Mm. Uh, do have a look, it's just uh, yeah. the worst kind of ad you've, you've ever seen. Did you know that um, the little Windows sound bites that they have at yeah. Power Up and Power Down and Error yeah. and those kind of things were composed by Brian, Brian Eno. Eno. I did know Brian that. Eno. Yeah, and uh, he said that there was something very fascinating about having to compose 
full song in about a second and a half or anything. He's weird, to. isn't he? Yeah, but I think it probably played pretty well. But I mean, I, I think it's something kind of lovely about that. The Brian Eno. whole idea of him focusing all of his energy <laughs> yeah, on imagine. making it a second and a half and ending up with... Ding! <laughs> <laughs> okay, is... okay, that, that'll do. No! <laughs> this is the same Brian Eno who was uh, recruited by Nick Clegg the Liberal Democrats as, uh, what was it, cultural advisor? Cultural advisor. Something like that. Uh, contemporary arts. Who do you think of? Who's the first person you go to? Of course it's Brian Eno, who had his heyday in the 70s. Yeah, and who is mad. It's totally mad, and who totally mad. wrote a book called A Year with Swollen Appendices. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I've been into, which I hadn't been previously, uh, and that's Nick Drake. I went on holiday, Thrice. Let's yeah, just let's just full, have it be said this you, summer. You, you've been gadding about. I went on three holidays, and on the third, I, I read three books. Uh, I read uh, one of those was Darker Than the Deepest Sea, uh, which is a book about Nick Drake. Very easy to read. Um, not as deep a search for Nick Drake as it might have been, but uh, you know that's yet to come. Anyway, I hadn't been listening to Nick Drake for years and years because he's a real key influence on me songwriting and us playing and. Just yeah. didn't, part of the reason that I went to Cambridge University is because Nick, Nick Drake went there. I was very sceptical about it um, until I found that out. And anyway, it just got me listening to some of his music again, and that's a real pleasure. Mm. I, st I still think that the best album is Pink Moon, uh, and I still think that the least good one is uh, Brighter Later, and it turned out that he and a lot of other people at the time thought that as well. I think it's overproduced. I think there are some great songs that are really... Uh, masked and obscured on it, and uh, and I think that the instrumentals are uh, superfluous. But uh, still, I think his body of work is uh, is really it's still very inspiring, even now t to me, who's who's heard it millions and millions of times. And it I still sounds new as well. You can you yeah. can hear it, and it sounds like it could have it could have just come out of nowhere. This this isn't stuff that we have heard before. Even if you have you know been listening to it for. Yeah, there's, like al 10 years, there's always more, more to hear. Exactly. Even on Pink Moon, where it's just him and his guitar for most of the time, there's there's so much in that very short well, record. Depth, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, so Nick Drake has uh, has been back with me, and that's been really great. So I encourage anyone who's given Drake a break to. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take listen, your advice. Just it, you'll be surprised. Maybe listen. Um, I mean, read read the book. Read a couple mm. of chapters. It's by Trevor Dan. Dan with two ends. Trevor spelt in the normal way. Um, read, read it, it'll there. take you, it'll take you not very much time at all. I haven't read the Patrick Humphreys book, but uh, I will do, because, um, yeah, my interest has been reignited. We've got another song for you now called, uh, is it called Worry Not? It's called Worry Not. And that's not a not an instruction, that's not Worry Not, don't worry, it's uh, Worry Knot, as in... As in the Worry Not. As in the Worry Not, as in the knot that is tied, tied with two strings of worry uh, fastened. The, the the song is by uh, Tony Volker, Tony yeah. V, uh, myspace.com slash music Tony V, and that's Tony with a Y, simply not an I. So here's his song, Worry Not.
Spartans mm. and you can get their MySpace as we said at myspace.com forward slash music Tony V and I think it was from an EP called Special Brews yep. um, which you can download I presume if you use a search engine and yeah. or there'll be details on the MySpace I or think. Send, him, send, him a send, message. Him, send him a message and say that it's a great song yeah yeah he's, uh, he's a really nice guy as well and um, he's playing a, a gig soon we'll tell you more about that in a minute if you are listening to this and you know anyone who's in a band who aren't signed, who you think are really good, then you can really feel very free to email us uh, at silverliningpodcast at gmail.com. We'll say that again later. And uh, if you want us to come to a gig, then do email us and uh, don't expect us to turn up. No, I'm kidding. Of course we will. Send us emails about your friend's band. Also send us emails about things that you've been listening to or watching that you like. Um, I forgot to tell you earlier about a YouTube video oh. that uh, Kyla forwarded me to, which uh, I think if you type in fish and rice cakes, it's perfect. You will. You'll probably die laughing. Wait, uh, so you'll, do, sure... you'll do a tiny, tiny little wee. A little wee. I'm, at I'm, least. I haven't seen it. You do will I... see it. You it's will perfect. see it. Anyway, uh, moving on to another regular feature of the show, we've got a gig diary for you. Gigs to go to throughout October, and hopefully. You're hearing this right at the beginning of October. <laughs> That's kind of essential. First of October, we've got a gig by Ollie Talks 
and you're going to hear music by Ollie Talks at the end of this show. He's playing at the Green Note in Camden, uh, and he's excellent. That's good, good venue. Great venue. I wish they'd just give us another gig. Please. Uh, also, um, no, on the 2nd of October, that's a Friday, we've got Moonshine Jamboree. Now, that's a night run by a nice bloke with a beard. A beard, yeah. With a beard. Um, and, and called Anthony. Um, and they run a night which is loosely, folky, acoustic. The kind of night we could play at, and have played at. We played at the Slaughtered Lamb. Anyway, it's going to be a great night. I'll press on for now. On the 4th, we've got Tony V. You just heard Tony V playing Worry Not. He's going to be great. He is playing at somewhere that's as yet unconfirmed. <laughs> but check his MySpace for updates. Also playing on that night is Nikki Simpson. Uh, who Nikki hopefully, Simpson. Who, hopefully you're going to be hearing more from later on in the season. She's playing at the Green Note as well. On the 6th, there is a night at the Old Nun's Head, which is in South London, uh, and playing our Country Dirt, Red Fishes, and Ben Folk Thomas. Great, great middle name for a folk musician. It is, however, spelt with an E. Folke. Folk. So it could be Folke. Folke. Is there any other punctuation on that middle name? Uh, there wasn't any on the MySpace, but you know how hard it is to do uh, umlauts and special characters on uh, I'd like there line. to be a circumflex on the K, please. Okay. So, Tim, can I just check, what, what was the date of that gig to see the, the Folkman? Uh, that was the 6th of October. 6th of October, that's Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Also on that night is Moonshine Jamboree organising a separate night. Wow. Uh, yeah, Moonshine Jamboree MySpace is The Moonshine Jamboree. The Moonshine Jamboree. And what's happening on the 2nd? Um, on the second is Keith James plays the songs of Nick Drake. It there all we comes go. First full circle yeah, once again. That's the wheel coming full circle. Keith James plays the music of Nick Drake. And that's at the Tamasis Dock. Um, on the seventh, we have Angel Brothers playing at the Slaughtered Lamb. I think you'll enjoy them. Slaughtered Lamb is in Farringdon. It is in Farringdon. Farringdon. Yes. It's a lovely venue. Really we nice. We play there. Yeah. We have played there. Yeah. We uh, played there for Moonshine Jamboree. In that January. was the night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to leave it for a few days till the 11th of October, which also happens to be my birthday. Feel free to email in. Brandon Allen, a great sax player, is playing, and he is playing at the Hare, the Hare in East London, EC2. On the 12th and the 13th, Kenny Wheeler, the Ooh. legendary jazz flugelhornist, is playing with his quartet. An excellent man. At the Vortex in Dalston. Uh, on the 13th, the Golden Age of Steam are playing. That's another jazz group featuring Kit Downs on organ. Uh, that's part of the Loop Collective. They're playing at the Oxford in Kentish Town uh, with James Allsop on sax and Tim Giles on drums. Hopefully he's a relation to Bill Giles, the weatherman. Nonetheless, on the 14th, uh, 15th, 16th and 17th, there is a Fire Label Residency. Fire is a collective, it's F-I-R-E, it's a collective of jazz musicians, improvisers in London, featuring such people as The Teak Project, which is uh, an sort of Indo-Jazz crossover. They're, they're pretty good, aren't they? They're pretty good, I've, I've yeah. heard they're... Tom Arthurs as well, uh, who's a trumpeter, is that right? I, yeah, I, I yeah. think he's a trumpeter, a flugelhornist, and Jasper Holby, a bass player. So they're all be playing at Pizza Express, Dean Street. That's a residency. Also on the 14th, we've got Left With Pictures, a great f uh, modern folk group. Uh, they have lots to do with the Moonshine Jamboree as uh, well. Yeah, they're, they're friends with them on MySpace, I think. They're playing at Siegfried von Underbelly in Hoxton, very hip venue, on the 14th. That's an album launch. That's going to be great. Uh, on the 15th, Kit Downs Trio. Kit Downs Trio, him on piano this time. They're playing at the Watermill in Dorking. Uh, 
Oh, you're going to be busy, people. Paul Goodwin is playing in Cambridge uh, on the 16th. Uh, he's pretty good. We used to play with him a little bit when we were playing in Cambridge. On the 18th, this is important, Tony V is playing at the Barfly Camden. That's Tone and the Spartans, or just Tone by himself. Pretty excited. Pretty excited. Remind us of the date. The 16th. No way. No? Another go? Sunday the 18th. Okay. Sorry, Tone. Sunday the 18th. We're all going to try and get there, Tony. 19th and 20th, Ronnie Scott's Bad Plus. Oh, Ooh, yeah. exciting. Really hot trio. On the 23rd, there's another Moonshine Jamboree, and the Tim Lapthorne Trio will be playing. Tim Lapthorne is one of the greatest jazz pianists playing at the minute. He's playing at the Archduke on the South Bank. That's piano solo, I think. On the 26th, another solo pianist, Hugh Warren, uh, a real jazz well, improvisational legend, and he's got really big fingers. So pop and see him. He's playing on the 26th. That is a Monday night, but uh, that shouldn't bother you. He's playing at the Vortex in Dalston again. I think that's another album launch. And finally, on the 29th of October, we've got oh, two jazz gigs that you won't want to miss. So good luck going to both of them. Kenny Wheeler's playing. Uh, where's he playing on the 29th? I can't remember. Amazing. Really also fun. on the 29th, Partisans, which is Phil Robson guitar, Julian Siegel, clarinet, and a couple of others. That's another great They're gig. They're great. Really, really great. Wow, it's a busy month. And just to think that all those days we've left out, maybe you'll be coming to a Silver Lining gig. Who knows? Who, who knows? Maybe I'll go to a Silver Lining gig. Maybe you'll be playing in one, buddy. Well, maybe is is hoping. It is hoping. So that's the gig diary for this month. Also, do feel free to go to the theatre if you like. If you like the theatre or the um, cinema, or stay in and play some music with your friends, or play some Xbox Three Sixty on your own. Three hundred and six zero. Yeah, do that. Watch the uh, download, probably not illegally. Watch, wait for the new series of House. House season six has begun in America. Ooh. Nonetheless, it's time for us to play. Uh, oh, I've got I've got another edition. Actually. Oh, hello, hello. I've been a bit quiet just recently. Yeah. I would just say, fifth of October, mm. Generation Kill <laughs> is is uh, going to be premiered in the UK. I think it's an HBO seven parter that uh, is the loose adaptation of an embedded journalist's account of a, the m initial Marines invasion of Iraq. Uh, that, that's, that sold it to me. I'll be yeah. tuning in and then leaving the house. So next is another song and this one is us. I'm ashamed to say. Not that ashamed. Quite no, still, I'm not ashamed. I quite like this We song. were a different, different uh, set of people then, different band. We were Elephant Juice back then and we had a lot of fun actually. But this, this, was, this is quite an old recording. It's quite a fun very recording. Old, this old. is recorded 2005. Five, yeah. 2005. So this yeah. this was just um, getting together in a room in your front room, Tim. Yeah, yeah, in um, the summer. And uh, sticking, a, sticking a mic up in the middle. Yeah. So it's just a sort of one-take shot, warts and all. Yeah. But uh, I think it's... it's, it's you you can't nice. really hear Chris Hill on bass, but he is there. Otherwise, it's the three of us singing and Johnny and I playing the guitar. And this is called The End of Summer.
There's no one home Sometimes I lose my way Sometimes it's easier to breathe that way Sometimes it's easier Sometimes it's easier to look away
So that was elephant juice with uh, <laughs> the end of summer. And I have to apologise. Well, not apologise, but own up to my uh, disparity of accents. Um, <laughs> I start off with a, a half-forgotten song and a, and a love that I went wrong. No, it was and then end like with uh, love. I've, love. Ta I've talked for much too long. I hadn't decided yet whether to be uh, Beatlesy and go with American accents and stick there, or whether to embrace the folk tradition and sing the proper English accent. Uh, but it doesn't really matter because it's a lovely song, and I was just telling these two as we listened to it that it it really doesn't have any life without the two of them singing and playing on it at the same time, which is true. So I, I don't play it by myself, uh, except for the first time I played it to Matilda. I'm yeah. by myself apparently. Yeah, in the first few months of sort of knowing you, really, we were in Edinburgh, and I heard you play it, and uh, I was just saying it was one of those nights in Edinburgh that happen that uh, you walk home and it's probably early morning and yeah. you've made new friends and it's mad. New friends and new mistakes. Yeah, yeah. exactly that, yeah. exactly that. And I walked back to my flat and uh, was humming that song all the way home, knowing pretty much all the words. And that's before I even started singing with you guys. So um, yeah. Was that the same year in Edinburgh where we um, ended up, us two playing guitar, someone else on Spanish guitar, and then I was sort of yeah. playing the chords of one song to the rhythm of another. Yeah, and yeah. I was playing the other song to the, to the correct rhythm for, yeah. the, for the record. Yeah. And you, had so. a and you had a captain's hat on, Johnny. You did. Yeah. And, uh, fish on it. and you walked home five metres in front of your friends. Well, it wasn't that bad. I just got a bit angry for some reason, and then I um, stomped home. Yeah. And the thing is, I hadn't, uh, um, I might add, uh, there were two friends who were coming up to visit to, to stay with me, uh, to, to see me, uh, and they'd, they'd come out, and uh, I hadn't judged the uh, the geography place to go, <laughs> because we were on quite different sides of Edinburgh. Yeah, I lived miles. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realise. And so I, um, I did a stomp out, and uh, a stomp home. Yeah. And once I'd started, I couldn't really stop the stomp. Basically, it was ruined yeah. the whole time, and so I just kept walking home the hour it took. And the people who come to see me, all they could do was really just tag along behind. I felt like a bit of a heel, uh, uh, you might say. Even though you were at the front and feet ahead of these people. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, we did have some good times as a band back in those days as Elephant Juice. Uh, and we even rehearsed, which is more than we do now. Which leads us smartly on to our next regular feature, which is Pet Peeves. Matilda, what are your pet peeves? Today, um, I'm someone who tries not to get angry too much, really try and fight that, because I think it's pretty much written into my character that I am furious all of the time, but I'm trying to beat it. But daily, allow myself one pet peeve, and currently, today's pet peeve is having to apply for jobs, one, First of all, yeah. sounds like quite a specific peeve here. <laughs> this is this gathering taste. Applying for jobs. Yeah, oh. a prescient peeve. This one. Applying for jobs. <laughs> that, um, a peeve. A peeve. Yeah. Applying for jobs. When you <laughs> access the job application form, click, 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 click. Fine. You get to the form. You're asked a few really boring, anal, stupid questions, which are really difficult to answer. The most galling thing about all of these is that they're either spelt incorrectly or use apostrophes incorrectly or are just written so badly that you think, I don't even want the job, except that you really, really do. And she's not talking about Dallas Fried Chicken or anything like that. This is, this is Her Majesty's BBC. This is, yeah, this is... If I were to write an application in such bad quality as the application form itself is written, I wouldn't get the job. But yet I'm fighting these people for my very own job. I mean, how can you expect good applicants if you if you present a bad application? Quite. Because, to be honest, any good applicant, I myself, 
all you do is, is, is correct the form and send it back to them yes. with a smartly written post-it yeah. saying, herewith I enclose a corrected form, please try harder. Yeah. Oh, please do better. I, I had this, I've been applying for jobs as well, internally, uh, and um, one of the forms, uh, it said, attention to detail will be very important. Next paragraph, spelling mistake. <laughs> so, you know, what, what are you going to do? What's your pet peeve, buddy? You've got well, um, I think, seeing as this is the first uh, podcast we've done, I just want to pay homage to... Uh, I'd like to say a good friend of ours, because that sounds better, but I haven't actually spoken to him for a long time. I know him! I was in a couple of uh, plays with him b- before, and, and uh, this is a man called Simon Bird. And, and his pet peeve, which was written in a um, programme, it was in his biography, in the programme, for a children's pantomime. <laughs> uh, and his pet peeve was uh, paedophilia. Um, so I don't think... That's I can, fair enough. I mean, to, to be honest, he's got a point. Yeah, yeah. I am I glad that, people are taking a stand. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, after that, they all sort of pale into... I'm dead against it. Yeah? Dead you, against it. You go it. beyond peeve with you. Uh, beyond peeve. I go beyond pet peeve to... Uh, to peeve Family member peeve. No, it's beyond It's beyond a peeve. It becomes a beef. A beef? Yeah. Well, I mean, do we need to explain the beef? I or? must explain what, what beef Because we haven't used it much thus far. We haven't used it once. Um, <laughs> beef is the plural of beef, uh, as you'll all know at home. Um, but where's that been used recently? I'm sure there's some... In No Country for Old Men, the Oscar-winning film, starring Tommy Lee Jones and others. Anyway, if you you know in uh, you know in the Americas, in the USA, as you, they say, when you've got beef with somebody, north of Mexico, you, you, yeah, yeah, right. and south of Canada. Oh, okay. When you've got beef, with east or west of China, <laughs> when, when you've got beef with somebody, you uh, you've you, you've got a problem with them. They're beaving you. Anyway, so beefs, it's just uh, the plural of beef. It's when you've got beef with a lot of things. It's when things are getting you down, when things are bad. Anything pretty negative is But it's beeps. a very flexible word, because it's not necessarily directional it to is, someone as, or something. As the great linguist Noam Chomsky would say, it's it's a flexi part of speech, and that's part of speech. But you'll know that from his uh, his great oeuvre. Uh, yeah, so you can beeve. Uh, I'm just beaving, buddy, is something I often say to Johnny, which means... Just having a, getting a stew on. Uh, you might come in in from work and say, "Got a deep beaver." Yeah. Yeah. And that deep and that means you've had a really bad day or a exactly. really bad walk or cycle ride home. And you've got beef with so many things that you just oh. you're, you're, you're then beaving it, a whole herd of yeah. beef. But we don't. And, and so that that can be multi beaves. Like, yeah, multi beaves. You're feeling beavy. Yeah. That's a feeling beavy. I'm totally beaved. Thick. Anyway, so paedophilia is is maybe even beyond a beave. Yeah. Uh, but you can't have pet beeves. You just have beeves. That's enough on beeves. Uh, I would say I've got a, one thing this week yeah. that I've noticed because um, I've been out a couple of times this week, rarely. Yeah. Rarely. A rare occasion to go out and, and have a drink. Yeah. And I, I don't know what it is, but I'll be at the pub yeah. or bar, yeah. hotel, theatre, yeah. a watering hole yeah. where alcohol can be procured yeah. Yeah, yeah. and drunk. And uh, and I'm fine, you know. No uh, no urinal pressure. Walk out the door, get far enough away oh. from the door <laughs> for it totally not to be you. worth coming back. Totally with you. And for me to think, as it turns out, erroneously, <laughs> that I can make it home without discomfort. Uh, alas, this is happening more and more now. And my 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 view on this is that it should be mandatory every. On every exit, and of course in most places that's also 
uh, an entrance. It is, yeah. Um, but on, on the way out, there needs to be a big sign in bold saying, are you sure you don't need a piss? <laughs> like yeah. on, like are on you sure? Yes. Tiredness can kill. Please take, take a break. Take a break, yes. We're moving on we to another song to, now. Uh... A song by uh, a gentleman called Oliver Talks. And that's Talks spelt with an E between the K and the S. Like folk earlier. Yeah, like folk. E. Yeah, was spelt with an E. Talks. Oliver Talks is a, a songwriter who was in um, Southern Tenant Folk Union who were a great kind of bluegrassy band who have only recently stopped playing. They may play again, I'm not sure of that. We'll update you. Anyway, this is a song of his from some demo recordings he did, which is called All Part of the Circus.
Oliver Talks with all part of the circus. That's a demo. Uh, strangely, when he sent it to me, it, it, it's called uh, a Cleese demo, but Cleese without the E. We are plagued it's by this conundrum. mystery E today. Magic E. Anyway, his MySpace is. Uh, forward slash Oliver Talks, T A L K E S. Wow. Uh, and he, as I said, is playing a gig on the 1st of October at the Green Note, Camden. They do great vegetarian food. Really lovely, yeah. Really nice beer it's as on, well. It's um, on, what's it called, Parkway? Parkway, yeah. Just yeah. up from the Jazz Cafe. Just in London's trendy camera. I seem to remember one of the best things about that gig was the uh, the, the big mushroom we got before we played. Oh, a giant mushroom. And I mean, clearly it wasn't one of the best things. It was really nice to play there, but... We played there twice. Well, I've played there once solo, and we played there as a band once, and the only gig that I've ever played in which I've ever played the band zone was that gig. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was, on dust. We yeah, played yeah, yeah. Hard Times, right? Yeah, we played Hard Times. Like hard Times, yeah, yeah. We even knew all the words to that. We got oh. through it all, just about. Um, Pretty good. And it's, anyway, a it's a nice space. Yeah, mm. really lovely. Is and that? Oliver Talks has a great voice. Lovely, really Re nice. And really so. trustworthy as well. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a timeless voice and that it's it's well honed stylistically, but it's it's very honest voice. Yeah, definitely. Really yeah. lush. He's great. And we'll hopefully hear some more from him. Um, so it's time for me to tell you a, a little joke. Do you want to hear one? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, I definitely yeah, do. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hear it. It was a formality asking, you don't really have okay. a choice. How many Spanish footballers does it take to change a light bulb? Don't know too much. Uh, the answer? Juan. So, that's that for this week. That's this for episode one. Episode one, done, dusted. And that's also it for this month. Don't be expecting one next week, you won't get one. Uh, that's why we gave we, you so many gigs. I mean, we might do one and just keep it by ourselves next week. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that essentially is just us that, of an evening having a chat, isn't it? Yeah. Without yeah. recording it. Yeah, just, sure. Yeah, but okay. that's, that's very rare. Don't... don't uh, trick people into thinking that we actually spend time together no 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 no, 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 no outside no. of this office <laughs> no no oh dear follow, follow us online at uh, silverliningpodcast.blogger dot blogspot dot really yes check it check it online well I've, I have checked it and it is <sighs> but I'll check it again because you don't trust this me this is our blog there. okay whatever this is our blog and we'll be we'll be writing on there we'll be uh, we'll be on the emails at silverliningpodcast at gmail or google mail Dot com. It's up to you. You know, if you want to type less, yeah, just Gmail. Just Gmail. Even if you want to type fewer. Our blog is at silverliningpodcast.blogspot.com. Thank you, Matilda. Thank you. Uh, so there'll be there'll be little tidbits there, and uh, tidbits. If you if you need any of the MySpace details for anybody you heard this uh, this time, they'll be up on the uh, on the blog, and so will the names of the songs. Um, it's been lovely to talk to you. It's been lovely, thank you very much. It's been a blast. Yeah, how about seeing you again next month? Yeah, man. It'll be nice for episode two, season one. Uh, and it only remains for for us to have a little chat about the weather. It's, pre it's pretty nice. Do you think? Yeah. I'd say it's uh, looking pretty cloudy. Yeah, well, let's do a compromise. I, I'd say it's slightly overcast. Uh, some patches of cloud, each with their own giant silver lining. So.